So recently, as I've traveled um, and returned to a lot of communities that I've uh, been part of over the years, I've started to think about the value of community and also the kind of danger of community when it goes wrong. Community is pretty awesome. It pulls people together and enables them to do things that kind of transcend the abilities of an individual. Um, and they do this by essentially rewarding good deeds with status. If you do something nice for a community, like you help your neighbor move to a new house, then the community will respect you more. The neighbor will respect you more. The other neighbors who see you doing this will respect you more. And you'll not only feel good, but get more access to great things. That's how status works. It's like currency that we earn for doing nice things within a community. And it's great that these kind of, you know, our kind of selfish motivations can be co-opted for the good of community through status. Um, and for a long time in the U.S. or in the, in the history that I'm aware of, this has enabled countries and communities to kind of come together and do great things. Now, there's a flip side to community as well. Community doesn't always have to reward good deeds with status. In some communities, there are destructive actions that are rewarded with status. And I'm sure you've been part of this kind of community at some point in the past or perhaps observed this kind of community. Maybe <laughs> at the very least you saw it in elementary school or middle school, communities where the most respected member was the person who put other people down. Communities where people were rewarded with status for doing things to other communities that were harmful. These kind of communities are kind of dangerous. They take the normal process by which communities operate and use it to incentivize bad behavior. When you get status for doing bad things, people are going to well, do a lot more quote unquote bad things. Um, and in particular here by bad, I mean things that destroy the community you're part of and other communities. So community is great, but it can often kind of destroy itself if it rewards the wrong activities with status. Now, at best, when you kind of get the wrong activities being rewarded with status, you end up with these leaders with high status that haven't actually provided much benefit and therefore probably shouldn't be in a position to make big decisions. Like think about Gaston, that narcissistic anti-hero in Beauty and the Beast. If you haven't seen that movie, you should go check it out. It almost won the, it was almost the first animated film to win the Academy Award for Best Picture in like 1993 or whenever it came out. Um, but anyway, the anti-hero in that movie, Gaston, is a high-status member of society. But in the movie, it becomes clear that he doesn't really do very much of benefit. He's attractive. Uh, he has a whole song about how great he is. But he doesn't really provide much value to anybody in the community. But they give him status nonetheless, because we do, naturally, as humans, want to give status to people who look attractive or look a certain way. And and today, this might manifest as giving status to people of certain race or certain gender, even though they haven't done much to benefit society. Now, this is kind of the best possible outcome of a quote-unquote bad community. 
Gaston got status for doing really nothing. And then he used that status to lead the villagers on an attack on Beast Castle, in which he died and probably a lot of other villagers died. But that wasn't really shown in the movie. Um, and it all ended up pretty poorly. So that's kind of the best outcome. You get a leader who hasn't really earned their status and therefore is likely to misuse it um, and to make bad decisions on behalf of their community. Now, the kind of worst case outcome is you have a leader who not only is not qualified to lead, but is actively destructive to their own or other communities. And there are surely many examples of that in the modern world as well. I don't have to dive too deep in that. You can figure those examples out for yourself. Um, now, this, this seems to be more of a problem today than ever before. And it's probably because, I'm guessing, uh, social media. I mean, a lot of things have been done on social media, and I talk about that a lot in my podcast. Um, this is yet another place where media, but particularly social media, can help people obtain status for unproductive, quote-unquote, unproductive tasks, tasks that may not actually be relevant to the status they're earning. And this is kind of the inevitable result of competition. If you're within a community, for instance, I am within the software development community, in order for me to have status in that community, I have to be posting <laughs> to social media if I want to be a leader. This is because, unfortunately, I cannot, you know, beyond those who work directly with me, prove that my work is good using just my work. I need to have some other way of proving it, some other way of getting status for my work. And that's where social media comes in. I can write a blog post or put up a video of me coding and use that to get some status. Now, is that status directly related to my work? Usually not. In fact, if I spent as much time building products as I do writing about building products, I'd have probably 25% more products that I've built. And that would be really awesome. But instead, I spend that time writing blog posts to build status in a way that isn't related to my actual job or my actual skill set. And I have to do that because if I don't, somebody else will write those blog posts and they'll get more status also, again, for not actually doing their job. So I am Gaston in this way. I'm guilty of this just as much as anybody else. But it seems like the inevitable, inevitable result of competition and having a tool like Twitter. And this problem is pretty bad for software developers, but it's way worse for politicians. As a politician, there's like really no way you can show off the work you're doing. Your work takes a long time to have any real effect. And it happens often behind closed doors and secret meetings and stuff like that. So you're not going to Twitch stream, probably you're not going to Twitch stream, uh, you know, your work as a politician, especially not as a national politician. So the only way to build status is, again, through Twitter or through campaign ads. And that's always been the case. But again, if, if any of our kind of leading most prominent politicians spent as much time negotiating deals and making laws as they do writing tweets, then probably we'd have a, a bit more of a functional government. But it's inevitable that, that they, they won't do that because competition. If they don't tweet, then their competitor will. And there's really no other way for them to get status. So we've created these kind of quote-unquote 
bad communities within the, well, within a lot of realms, politics, professional work, a lot of ways in which people can get status that doesn't actually help society very much. And historically, I mean, I'm not a super great historian, but I imagine if we look back through history, the successful communities, successful societies that have lasted a while probably are composed of communities that were mostly rewarding productive behavior with status. And if you look at when societies declined, I'm guessing you'll find some examples of their constituent communities moving towards this world where they reward people, people's kind of unproductive tasks with status. So I feel like that's kind of where we are now, and I don't really know how to fix it, but it's certainly an interesting thing to think about and to think about how to fix. So if you have any ideas, please let me know, and uh, I'll see you next time.